Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welsh. And we are kicking off what should be a spectacular week for hockey news. Uh, It is a Tuesday. We are kind of shifting our episodes a little bit this week so we can get as much draft coverage as possible. So tonight is the NHL draft, which we're going to preview today as well as the seemingly countless free agent news that exists. Um, Talk about who we want the Blues to take and uh, what we want the Blues to do with free agency, potential trades, and then tomorrow and the rest of the week, we're going to have plenty of draft news to cover as that is tonight. And we know how much, uh, how much the league can shake up during a, during a draft. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I didn't really realize the draft was tonight until yesterday. And I'm like, Oh yeah. And in the middle of COVID, it kind of just sneaks up on you, especially after like the theatrics of the Stanley, cup and the celebration and all of that like usually we expect like a much longer gap between there um so it, it's kind of nice that it's all kind of streamlined and we don't have to wait what seems like months and forever uh for these prospects to to find their footing in the league and finally finally see what team drafts them so and honestly part like prospects have always been like the, one of the funnest parts of like just breaking down hockey for me because like mm-hmm. you're basically Great. putting stock in like a guy that you think is going to do well and either he does or he doesn't and if he does then you look like a genius and if he doesn't you look like a moron so it's like Agreed. high stakes high rewards kind of thing <laughs> so it's Agreed. a lot of fun um, yeah just before we even like get into the details um, I think these next few days are going to be absolutely chaotic hear me out hear me out you got you got about half the teams and not half the teams you got about seven or eight or so teams that that have not even touched the ice since March. Mm-hmm. You know, all of your all of all of your bottom bottom feeder teams, and then none of them are, are, are number one in the lottery either. So you got to assume that all those teams are going to be pretty hungry. And then you also consider the fact that scouting has probably been extremely wonky over the past few months. Nobody's really been able to scout in person, and optimal scouting isn't really getting done because of the restrictions. So I think a lot of teams are going to be pretty trigger happy. And then also a lot of teams have a lot less knowledge than they're used to heading into something like a draft. So I think we're going to see a lot of reaches, a lot of a lot of names go earlier or later than we expected. I think we're going to see some some unexpected trades and some, some overpayments in trades just because we haven't seen anything like this. We haven't seen teams out of commission for as long as they have been. Um, looking at like the Detroit and Buffalo teams like that uh, and also I think there's a lot less scouting this year than in previous years which put all those factors together I think we're in for some absolute chaos yeah I agree 100% and I think putting those factors combined with the fact that we have an expansion draft coming up also with the fact that there's a flat cap um, yep. also with the flat fact that like there's one. a lot of teams there's a lot of teams like I mean you take a team like Philadelphia that didn't do very well and then towards the end they really turned it on um, we're probably the hottest team going into the playoffs uh, and like obviously they didn't win the Stanley Cup but they do have a good amount of cap space so they could be making moves Detroit didn't get a lottery pick uh, but 
they have a ridiculous amount of cap space, so they could be making moves. Obviously, the Blues have to make room for Petrangelo, or probably want to make room for Petrangelo. Um, so you would expect to be mm-hmm. seeing them make some moves. Like it's just. Everywhere you look in the league, Winnipeg's trying to move Line A. Uh, teams are trying to go for Line A. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think there's going to be a lot more fireworks this year than in years past. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a, a perfect indication of that is uh, this article that just recently came out uh, about the Tampa Bay Lightning, who, you know, just won a Stanley Cup a few days ago. Uh, they have marked four players untouchable for this offseason. I don't know if you saw it, Tommy, but do you want to take a guess on who those four players are? For the Lightning? Yeah. They only. Four players are untouchable. Everyone else is welcome to be traded. I'd say Kucherov, mm-hmm. Braden Point, mm-hmm. uh, Vasilevsky, mm-hmm. and uh, Pat Maroon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I w- honestly, I bet they wish they could fucking do that. I, I go I, back I, to I back. You're right. Um, I you're right. Jesus, probably Hedman. <laughs> yeah. So uh, who do you, who, who's uh, who's left off that list? Uh, oh, Stamkos. Mm-hmm. Steven Stamkos is not untouchable. Damn. Great. That, that, Damn, that's, I did not that's, see that today. That's, that's far from meaning he's going to get traded, but that means you listen, right? You look, Ooh, well, you look damn. at it and you look at, you look at this flat cap and you look at teams that are probably going to be affected by it. And Tampa's Tampa's up there. You know, they got so many good players. It's only a matter of time before they start to lose them. I know uh, Tyler Johnson and uh, who is it? Yanni Gord or, or uh, no, Kalorn, Kalorn. Yeah, Kalorn sorry. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were shopping uh, Johnson and, and Kalorn for, they wanted a first round pick back. So there's going to be a lot of movement. And I think the fact that the Stanley cup champions are already, you know, marking their captain is not right. untouchable. kind of shows that a lot of teams are going to have to sacrifice this off season due to the flat cap and due to uh, having probably a lot less cap space than they expected, considering how high the jump was last season. Um, I bet a lot of teams sort of going into the season were expecting something similar. So they structured their cap to, to reflect that. And then all of a sudden it's not going up three or 4 million. Like it did last year, it's going up zero that that's got to throw a wrench in a lot of, lot of teams plans. And I think we're going to start seeing that moving forward, seeing a lot of guys traded that teams weren't planning on trading, but now they kind of have to. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is I, um, from what I understand, just looking around the league, like a lot of teams, it seems like have made their first round pick available. I know, uh, the Canadians have come out and said that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I don't, I don't know, like right off the top of my head, what other teams have, but I assume like there's going to be a lot of movement um, in terms of that, but also in terms of players. So, I mean, we could see, honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised to see, because the Blues have been trying to, I mean, I'm not trying, not trying to specifically, but they have been in talks, I guess, of, of rumors of them trying to move Tyler Bozak. So I wouldn't be surprised to be, to see him move tonight, maybe mm-hmm. like in a package deal with a, with a pick or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, but obviously with like the RFAs kind of getting qualifying offers, like I wouldn't expect to see Vince Dunn move tonight anymore, but you never know. Um, Doug Armstrong does obviously have a plan in place and he's always, he's always, I feel like he's always been pretty active on draft night. Even if he doesn't do anything, he's like always talking to other GMs. Um, You get the little, uh, we're not going to get the little uh, walk down the hallway and like, (laughs) you know how like the GMs would walk down the hallway. We're not going to be able to. Yeah, we don't get that anymore because it's online. Oh my God, I forgot about that. We're not going to be able to see like 
tweets from someone. Doug Armstrong is on the phone. He Doug just Armstrong got up from the up. table. It's like, dude, yep. relax. Oh he just God. wanted a but, snack. But, <laughs> but hey, but hey, look at looking back at, at the Blues draft trades. Uh, we have the Braden Shen trade was during a draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blues traded Ryan Reeves away during the draft. Yeah, got uh, Sunny and Clem Costin. Yep. Blues traded away Brian Elliott during the draft and got Jordan Cairo. So. <sighs> Traded up for Vladdy too, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good reputation there uh, in terms of draft day trades, I'd say for sure. Um, and I think it's going to be especially interesting because I think that the draft boards, besides like the top five, um, th- this year's draft is kind of so not deep, but but very balanced. Is, a lot, of a lot, of, re- a lot of really de- deep, but not in the sense that you're not going to get a ton of superstars. You just can get a lot of good players from like right. pick six to pick thirty. It's it's so I, I feel like we're going to see we're going to see a, a steep drop off, really, right? Right. We're going to see a lot of teams who maybe have one guy in their top 10 and then half of the teams have that guy in in their bottom 20. So I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays in tonight um, when some teams have a guy ranked 20 spots higher than another team. How are the trade-ups going to work? How are the trade-downs going to work? Mm-hmm. You know, if the Blues if the Blues really like someone that's that's projected late in the round, then they might just stay, stay pat and pick them at 26, right? That's where they're at, 26. Right, yeah, they're at 26. So who, who knows? It's I love the draft. It's, it's, it's extremely exciting. And Blues haven't had a first-round pick in the draft uh, too, too recently. So I'm looking forward to that. They, they like to trade that away, but not this year so far. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. All right. Before we continue, we are getting close to the halfway point of today's episode. So I do want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Roman. Now, talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. Usually we can just br- brush it off, make jokes, blame ourselves, or just avoid it altogether. Make excuses for yourself, whatever it may be. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who could prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and most importantly, discreet. Getting started is simple. Go to getroman.com slash XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That is GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. All right, Tommy, real quick. Fast food order right now. What are you getting? Any fast food place, any meal, what's your go-to? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, oh, uh, I, I like the Wendy's four for four. Get a double stack, spicy that. chicken nuggies, uh, and a vanilla Coke. GG's, right, thanks for right. coming. So whether it's the Wendy's four by four <laughs> or the Travis Scott burger or anything <laughs> in between. You know why I'm here. Cactus Jack can send you anywhere on DoorDash. That's right. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and even Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, the Cheesecake Factory, and so much more. And many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery as well. So you can open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be 
be left right at your door. And food, DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to com- keep communities they operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That is $5 off and $0 on delivery fees for your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. All right, Tommy. So we talked about the draft. We talked about the rest of the NHL. What do you want to see from the Blues tonight? Um, honestly, in my opinion, um, just because I don't think personally that Justin Barron's going to fall to the Blues. I, I know he had uh, some problems with blood clots and surgeries uh, this season. Uh, but given his skill set and everything he brought to uh, Halifax, I don't think that he's going to fall all the way to the Blues at 26. Um, so that being said, I think if he does, I think he's a perfect defenseman for the Blues to take. Um, and the Blues have always kind of, especially like Clem Costin fell too and they took him. Um, so they're so they're obviously willing to take chances on guys like that. Um, but in my opinion, I think because the Blues traded Dominic Bach, who was kind of a sniper in their system, one of their top prospects. Um, well, not one of their top prospects, but like a uh, high, high value pro- uh, prospect. Um, so they, so they traded him in the Justin Falk trade. And then with the injury to Vladdy's shoulder flaring up again, I think they're going to go with a goal scorer here at forward. Um, so that's I what would I would, agree. that's I what would. I would kind of like to see from them. Um, but like I said, if Justin Barron falls into your lap at 26, I wouldn't be surprised to take him either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think, um, I think the Blues have been have had good uh, reputation in years past. They've kind of shifted between those those pesky scoring forwards and then those reliable defensemen. Um, so I think this year would be, like you said, a good year for them to go after a scoring forward because they did just trade away uh, Dominic Bach, who was maybe one of their most skilled offensive prospects, just from a pure pure like nasty skill standpoint. Because he he does pull off some some crazy stuff with the puck, and they don't really they don't really have that anymore in their system to to the extent of Dominic Bach. Um, and, and another dynamic player in the NHL, Vladimir Tarasenko, is now down with an injury. And, and all of a sudden, your, your pool of, of dynamic difference makers is, is looking a little thin. Um, so I would love to see them go after just like a pure skill guy uh, who can who can you know put the puck in the net because you can never have too many of those. But I also wouldn't be surprised to see them go after a reliable defenseman because once again you can never have too many of those. And with a potential big changing of guard this offseason, if Petrangelo were to leave, you need probably as many young defensemen as possible to fill that hole. Um, and also, I mean, not in the first round, but the Blues love their goalies. I wouldn't be surprised to see them go after a second or third round goaltender just because they seemingly done that every single year that I can remember. That is true. And uh, I know in an interview in years past, Doug Armstrong basically basically said, we, we never want to have an empty cupboard of goalies. And we saw why uh, one of their countless goalie prospects just won them a Stanley Cup. So, I, and we I just traded him too. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can definitely back that philosophy for sure. Um, they do have plenty of guy, goalies in the system right now, but again, never can have too many because you never know who's going to step up for you. It's going to be a fun night. That's another thing too is I I can't remember the names that were on the list, but I remember a couple drafts ago. Like in my personal opinion, you can, I could never justify spending a first round pick on a goalie unless it's like a generational guy like Carey Price or like Marc Andre Fleury. But like it, I mean, if you go to tonight, Askarov or whatever, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is going to be nasty. I think uh, Ottawa's looking at him. Is that right? Uh, one of the one of the top teams. Yeah, yeah. Ottawa's looking at, at Asper. They have a couple top five picks. Yeah, so, so uh, that, I mean, look for that for sure. But in my opinion, like, uh, there's been so many Hall of Famers that have been found. And, well, not, not even really Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers for sure. But, like, starters and, like, solid goaltenders in, like, rounds three, four, five. I feel like that's kind of, like, the meat and potatoes area for getting a goaltender that mm-hmm. can produce, like, past his expectations, but it's not going to cost you, like, extreme draft capital and, like, make you look like a complete idiot if he turns out as a bust. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because if you take a goalie in the first round, he sucks. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) You know? (laughs) That's that's not good. And then you might end up uh, paying him for 25 years. Yeah, or without a job if you're the GM. (laughs) Like, that's the kind of shit that gets people fired. So, Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And again, going back to the lack of, I think... Uh, optimal scouting it's going to be crazy this year especially with goalies just because goalies are so voodoo and, and they don't make sense that who who knows what we're going to see tonight I think we're going to see some guys proje- that were projected top whatever go a lot later I think we're going to see some reaches in the top 5 top 10 um, and it sucks that Bill Armstrong isn't there because he's been uh, he's been their, 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 their savior in terms of scouting mm-hmm. but hopefully they, they, they have some notes left over yeah, I, I hope he did a lot of work Actually, before he gonna, left because. <laughs> well, I, I'm yeah. assume, I'd assume he did, considering Arizona isn't allowed to use right. his yeah. draft intel this year. That means there is draft intel to be used. Yeah, I'm I sure he did some extensive work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Um, but, hopefully, he's got some people to fill his shoes in the Blues organization because it's going to be a pretty important draft this year for them. Yeah, hundred percent. So the two, for me personally, the two names that. I would love to see, or there's kind of three, really. I think Justin Barron's got to be in the conversation, but I, I like I said, I don't think he's going to be available. Um, so in terms of forwards, um, Jan Meshack. Oh, uh, you read I, mine. Bro, I've seen him, I've seen him like projected in the top 20 in this draft. And I've also seen him projected to not even be taken in the first round. So it's really weird because his sample size in the OHL was really small. I think he had 25 points in 22 games played uh, for Hamilton, but in the Czech league um, in the last 20 years for players, his age, he had the highest points per game in the last 20 years. And that's above guys like Zadina. So like, I don't know. There's something to be said for that for sure. But I understand like you're kind of taking a chance on a guy with a small sample size, but he's also one of the youngest players in the draft. So in terms of development, uh, he's barely scratched the surface on what he's capable of. So I think the blues would be a perfect destination for him. Um, Also because he's a weapon on like their penalty kill and uh, like the blues obviously love their two way players. They just took Nikita Alexandrov like what last year, two years ago. Um, and he was like player of the game in the in the title game. So, I mean, if, if a guy is 17 years old and that far along in his defensive game as a forward, I mean, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good fit, in my opinion, to the blue schematic. Agreed. Agreed. Um, besides him, I would really like. I would personally really like to see the Blues take uh, take Tyson Forrester, and I'll tell you why. So uh, Tyson, the, the, the name itself is. I'm yeah. Sold. First of all, just a, just a great Tyson hockey name. Forrester. Just a fantastic Tyson. Come and on. I think I think it's spelled T Y S N, but everyone like he changed it to T Y S O N. But T Y S N. 
Yeah. His name is Tyson Forrester. Tyson, yeah, Tyson Forrester. Dude, just a fantastic hockey name, first of all. Second of all... A, you better have a Ryan O'Reilly beard. Lumberjack <laughs> on the weekend talking yeah. about weekend. Second of all, he's got, like, probably top five best shots in the draft. Like, dude's got a heavy snipe. And he's accurate. Um, but a lot of his goals this season for the Barry Colts, he scored 36 of them. A lot of them came on the power play, and a lot of them came for, wait for it, hmm? off a one-timer. Oh. One-timer ah. on the power play. Imagine. <laughs> So I think that could be really beneficial to the Blues power play because we currently have like one player that's willing to take one timers. Um, but Tyson Forrester loves to set up in like Ovi's office and take rips from there. He scores a lot from there. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, maybe he's next, the next Ovechkin. Who's to say? But <laughs> no, I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. We're not going to go that far. But I do. I do think. I do think in terms of snipers available, if, if he's at 26, he's probably their best bet. Like, if you want a guy that's got a heavy shot, he's going to tickle the twine a lot. Um, and I think that the Blues do in their system because currently they have a lot of playmakers. They have a lot of speed guys. They have a lot of physical guys. Clint Costin has a hell of a shot, but I don't think it's as good as Forrester. So I feel like that could be a berth for them as well. And here's another thing. So he had 80 points in 62 games played. Pretty good numbers there. He played on the Barry Colts and scored a lot of his goals on feeds from Tyler Tucker, who is already in the Blues system. Ooh. So I think uh, that's a – honestly, that sounds like a match made in heaven to me because Tyler well, Tucker's you, nasty too. What, and he had, a, he had a career-high 17 goals this season. Tell you what, you were talking about uh, him being possibly the next Ovechkin, the next great one, the next big <laughs> thing. Well, tell you what, if, 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 he, if Ovechkin – is built bar, then then he is built go. Okay. Tyson Forrester is I like built it. go because built go is the, is the newest product from our good friends over at built bar. You've heard about it, but built go makes you the best that you do at whatever you do. It is a workout gel, so whether it's a mental or physical wall, you can break through it with built go every single day, and they're easy to take in one point five ounce packages. You put it in your briefcase if you got to make a nice presentation, or you're going golfing. Put it in your golf bag. You got to power through that back nine, or just keep it in your pocket get you through the day. Bilco is the best workout gel on the market. It's five hour energy without that crash feeling. Plus it is all natural. So it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster energy drink with only a third of the caffeine and better results. And there's three delicious flavors, including peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. And how does it work so well? You ask, well, it combines energy gel with collagen protein and the collagen protein is fast absorbing. So it gets into your system fast. Plus it is easy on your stomach. It's loaded with good stuff to help ignite your work. Beta alanine B3, honey and just a little bit of caffeine the collagen promotes soft joints soft tissue hair and skin health this stuff literally makes you look better plus it makes you feel better visit builtgo.com and use promo code locked and you'll get 30 percent off your next order so that's promo code locked for a whopping 30 percent off at builtgo.com and we'll be right back with the end of today's episode All right, Tommy. Where do you want to go to wrap this one up today? Uh, I, would, I would just also like to clarify really fast that I do not think Tyson Forrester is the next <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin. I'm not dumb I mean, enough hey, to make that comparison. You- I was just joking around. <laughs> it's a, yeah, that's I, a brash. That's a brash. Uh, 
analogy to be making when the kid's like 18 years old. Uh, well, I, appreciate, I appreciate you giving me a good transition into the attitude. <laughs> um, he does have a hell of a perfect. shot, though, and I think perfect. I think he's I think he's a he's a solid fit for the St. Louis. You say his, his shot. Do you say his shot could break through a wall just like Bill Go helps you do? Yeah, Ooh, I could. I wouldn't wow. be surprised. All right, <laughs> All right. jokes aside, jokes aside. <laughs> where are we go? Where are we going to wrap this one up today? We got the draft tonight in a couple hours. Things are about to get chaotic probably as soon as we stop recording. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, let's go with do you think do you think the Blues draft at 26 or do you think they trade? I, I That's a good question. I would honestly put it at like 50-50. I think so too. I think I think there's a good chance that they just do nothing and end up drafting tonight. I think um, it depends on the players available too. Yeah, like if there's I not a guy be. that they like really love, I would not be surprised to see them move the pick with I don't know, maybe another player or move back mm-hmm. into the draft as well. Mm-hmm. Or if they have an opportunity to, to dump some salary along with the pick to just maybe right. move back into the early second round, which I think we've seen. We've seen Armstrong do that a couple of times. He's moved out of the first round to to kind of move, pick up a second round pick and then a third round pick down the that line. That is true because like the that. Blues don't have a second round pick this season or this, this draft. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the only round they that's don't have. Point. I think they have two threes, right? Okay, interesting. So I wouldn't I be surprised to see them kind of try to re, re reshuffle their position a little yep. bit. Maybe, maybe maybe move back into the second round or move up into the second round, depending on. I yeah, because they they seem like in the past they seem like they've almost valued quantity over quality a little bit when it comes to drafting. Um, you know, but but we'll see. Uh, again, I think that the lack of scouting and the lack of uh, kind of time for a lot of these teams between between now and the, or between when they last were in action in the draft. I think it's mm-hmm. going to create for some some antsy teams, some teams that are that are a little trigger happy. Yeah, um, I will say though, I love the I love the fact that this team always does, especially in the first round, always does like best player available and just kind of right. lets the draft dictate who they take instead of like oh like we need a player like this or we need a defenseman, so this is the best one available at our time, even though like he's projected to go in the second round and it's the end of the first round like we're just going to reach for him because that's what like fills our need I think that's I wouldn't say that's a losing algorithm but like when you when you let the draft dictate your choices and you you take players that are that you're actually like in love with and embedded with and um you value their skill set above the need I feel like that's a that's a winning situation for any club so yeah I would agree. I would agree. All right, Tom, we're getting close to the end of today. So you got any closing messages before we wrap this one up? Dude, I just, oh my God, I love the draft night so much. And just watching, honestly, I would like to say a closing segment. Uh, congratulations to every single one of these men that are going to get drafted tonight. Um, Absolutely. It's an absolute milestone for them. There's going to be pictures. They're going to remember it for the rest of their lives, and they only get to live it up once. Um, so hopefully COVID and the all, fact that it's online doesn't bring too yeah. much of a damper down on it. Are um, they all going to be all but, on like Zoom calls from their house? I would assume so. Would That's assume awesome. So. That's awesome. It's going to be like 4 a.m. in Russia. Yeah, he's like pounding Red Bull. Like, dear God, please let me get drafted soon. (laughs) He's been giving. He's been giving some like whisper interview because his mom's sleeping in the next room. Oh my God! Yeah, it's been an honor to be drafted by you today. 
Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be out of the ordinary, but that's what this NHL season has been. And uh, hey, let's let's continue it tonight. Let's we're, we're kicking off the the new season with with the with one of the most exciting events of the year, the NHL draft. I can't wait. So follow us on Twitter at Locked On Blues to stay up to date with our draft reactions. You can follow each of us individually. Uh, I am at Josh Hyman NHL. He is at T Welcher fifteen. So check us out. We'll be live tweeting our reactions, our responses. It's gonna be fun i'm really excited but that being said thank you guys so much for listening it's gonna be a fun week so definitely stay tuned and as always let's go blues